Christmas, everyone, and welcome to Vertical Vision. Today, I want to talk about the relationship that we have with God that came from the birth of Jesus Christ. When Jesus was born, he came to give his life as that sacrifice for our sins so that we could be made right before God, made righteous before God, and enjoy a relationship with God, not just as creator and creation, but as father and children, a very intimate, very beautiful relationship. And in the Gospel of John, this this relationship And the centrality of Christ in our life is brought out when it talks about the birth of Jesus. In John chapter 1, verse 14, it says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. The Word is Jesus. He is the logos, the expression, the manifestation of God. And he became flesh. He took on a body just like ours. And the realization of what all that means is just phenomenal. Because the fact that Jesus lived in a body like ours means he lived life like we did. He had to eat. He had to drink. He had to sleep. He knew fatigue. He knew pressure. He knew joy. He knew hope. He knew sorrow. He knew grief. He knew everything that we go through in life. And because of that, we're able to connect on with him on a very personal level. He's walked in our shoes and he understands our life and what we go through. And that is so precious. He's not some distant God or unfeeling God or disconnected God, but he is intimately acquainted with us. He knows us because he's became like us. And it says here in John that he dwelt among us. The word there for dwelt means to pitch a tent. And the Bible talks about our bodies as being tents. They're just temporary dwelling places. And we inhabit these tents until we get to go home and be with the Lord and have our eternal home, our eternal bodies that will last forever. And Jesus came and he pitched his tent among us, among our tents. And this is pointing back to the Old Testament and the tabernacle, which was the tent of meeting. And God had Moses build the temple, and that was going to be the place where God would dwell in the middle of his people. The tent of meeting or the tabernacle was the place where God was present, where he lived amongst his people. It was the place where the relationship was fostered. It was the place where the high priest made sacrifices for sins so that God could give forgiveness and maintain that intimate relationship with his people. It was the place where people could look and understand that God was there and God was with them. And this is exactly who Jesus is. He is the, the tabernacle, he's the one who the tabernacle was pointing to. Jesus is the dwelling place of God. He's the one who came and lived amongst us. 
He is the high priest and the sacrifice, and he gave his own life to pay for our sins so that we could be forgiven and have that relationship with God and with him. And I think it's important to note that just as the tabernacle was in the center of the camp of Israel, and it was the focus of Israel, because every tent door faced the tabernacle, so with us, if we want to enjoy the fullness of the life that Jesus purchased for us on the cross, we need to keep him at the center of our lives. We need to keep him as the focus of our lives. Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly. Think about your life. I think about mine and and it's like, can I say that I have an abundant life, a full life, a life that really is a good picture of the richness and, and satisfaction of a life that is connected with God and a life that is able to go through day by day in relationship with God and enjoying the blessings and the goodness of his presence in my life. And in order to have that, he's got to be at the center. And we live in a time where it is so easy for Jesus to take a back seat. We get so busy We get so full of different activities and there are so many things pulling for our attention that a lot of times Jesus can be unintentionally pushed to the outskirts of our life. And we don't want that to happen. We want to have him back at the center. And and how do you do that? How do you have Christ at the center? Well, it goes back to focusing on him. We need to spend time with him every day in his word so that he can teach us and guide us and speak to us. We need to spend time with him every day throughout the day in prayer, talking with him and listening to him. That's how relationships are fostered. You spend time with somebody, you talk with them, you listen to them, and you get to know them, and that relationship builds. And you do things with Jesus. Again, Relationships are built by activity between two people. And we can do things with Jesus by just being open to his, his voice as he speaks to us and do the things that he wants us to do. Obey him and follow him. And he'll take that central place in our lives. And when he does, everything else will fall into place. I'm not saying everything will be great and perfect and easy because life's hard. And that's all the more reason that we need to have Jesus at the center. And so I would encourage you today, it's Christmas day, and it's that time where we focus on Jesus. And we focus on the gift of love that God gave us in his son Christ. But remember that this was just the opening, the door to enable a daily intimate relationship with him that is for now and forever in eternity. May you keep Christ at the center of your life. And if you don't know Jesus, if you don't have a personal relationship with God, if you don't have that personal relationship with Jesus, today is the day that you can receive the gift. How do you do that? Well, you know, 
John talks about this again in John chapter 1, verse 12. He says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. So we have to believe and we have to receive. You've got to believe the gift is real, the gift is for you, and you have to receive him, Jesus Christ. You believe who he is, the Son of God. You believe in what he did. He was born. He came to give his life on a cross to pay for the sins that separate us from God, the sins that cause God to have to judge us, which he doesn't want to do. That's why he sent Jesus. To believe that Jesus rose from the dead as evidence that our sins were paid for on that cross as evidence that he is God, and then receive him. Ask him into your life. Ask him to take control of your life and surrender your life to him. Follow him. That's what it means to receive him. Not to just believe he exists, but to actually take him into your life and follow him, obey him. And when you do, What we see here is that you gain the right to be a son or a daughter of God Most High. You are adopted into his family. Your sins are wiped clean, and you stand righteous before God, holy and pure and blessed of God. May you have a wonderful Christmas, and may you go into the new year with Christ at the center of your life, following him as he leads you, listening to his voice, spending time with him in the word and in prayer, and letting that relationship grow into the beautiful life that God intends. God bless you.